Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast. I am Sam Ellard and oh yes, we are just one day away from New Zealand versus England getting underway. And if you didn't know already, how have you not known this? But every single ball of the series is going to be live on TalkSport 2. It gets underway 1am UK time on Thursday. Make sure you join us. And as I stand here right now at Mount Monganui, the beautiful ground, I'm here on the grass bank. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Clear blue skies. The sun is out. It is looking absolutely wonderful. We feared and worried that the rain could play its part, interrupt the opening couple of days of this test match. We was talk even of a cyclone. Well, no, as things stand right now, we are about 24 hours away from the first ball as I record this. Sun is out, blue skies, happy days. Cannot wait for this series to get going. It's going to be an absolute belter. See, as I record this right now, the England players are out on the outfield. Joe Root, Zach Crawley, Ollie Pope. Harry Brooks there as well, some catching practice, standing at slip. We've also got some of the fast bowlers with a ball at their feet, doing their best to try and keep the ball up in the air. Absolutely pathetic attempts. I think I've watched these boys do this now for about a couple of hours and during the warm-up games. Keeping a football in the air is not their best point. It's a good job. They're good at cricket, but everyone seems to be in pretty good spirits. And with it being match day minus one, Ben Stokes spoke with the media and I had the pleasure of catching up with the England captain. Ben, thank you for speaking with TalkSport. Feels like we've been here for a long time without any cricket. You boys even longer, but I imagine that now you and the boys are just buzzing to get going. Yeah, we are. Um, as you said, it does feel like we've been here for an age without playing, playing the first game yet. So, yeah, everyone's just excited to get going now. Preparation, build-up we've had and everything's been, been really good. Um, lads are looking in great form and, yeah, just looking... Looking forward to getting going. In terms of the bowlers you've gone for, Anderson, Broad, Robinson, just tell me the, the thought process on, on those three quicks getting the nod head of um, Pots and Stone. Uh, well, it's hard to look past those three, to be honest. I think it's a 
pretty simple answer, but um, you know, Potsy, Stoney, um, you know, they put in the hard yards as all the training days, and you know, have, have showed why they've they've been selected on the squad. And how good is it, just on Oli? Because I know he's had a lot of injury problems over the last couple of years. To see him back, smile on his face, and, and bowling quick. Yeah, I think you know, looking at, I think he'll look at it like that as well. You know, a very very serious injury, potentially could have ended his career. Mm. So. I think having him back here around the England setup and, and bowling fast and doing what he's known for is, is great signs for, for not only us but for him as well. So yeah, it's great to see him back on the park. Well, not back on the park, but back in an England shirt. What are you expecting from New Zealand? It'll be certainly a different looking bowling attack from the one that we're, we're used to seeing. Yeah, I think we've played enough games against New Zealand to, to know what they'll try and do, you know, under a new captain as well with Tim. So, but look, I think we know how, well, I don't want to say we know how they, <laughs> they play because we've played, in, we've played against Kane a lot. So yeah, I don't know. Um, but we'll be expecting a, a good solid game against them they always always seem to do that against England I don't think there's ever been a dull test match between England and New Zealand over the last four or five years so yeah looking forward that's to good it. you play them all the time so that's a good job isn't it yeah. can you imagine if they just did what you guys do and just come out and try and smack it for six from ball one that would be for, for pretty interesting cricket wouldn't it yeah it would be it'd be good fun but um, you know as I said would never try and say that other teams should try and do what we do you know every team of you know, got their own right to, to operate and how they want to. Um, but one thing that we will do is obviously always concentrate on ourselves. I know he's a New Zealand player, but there's been a lot of talk about Trent Bolt, you know, build up to this game, you know, giving away a central contract. He's here in New Zealand. He's not going to play, though, in this test match. Do you think just moving forward, is this a, I don't know, a worry, a concern that we could see more, you know, top-class test players following his footsteps? No, I don't. I think if you say it's a worry or a concern, people will, will, will think it's a worry or concern. I think, you know, where Trent is at, um, he's, he's obviously looking for... You know, things, I don't know, I guess looking at the bigger picture maybe. But look, in terms of selection stuff, that's obviously a New Zealand issue. We don't have to worry about that. But, um, you know, who knows where cricket's going to be at in, you know, two, three, four, five years. Um, you know, the landscape of the game is always changing. So don't really think we can really make comment on Trent's decision and what to do. Um, speaking to a lot of the boys in the build-up to this test match, um, one message clear from all of them, whether it's a senior player, one of the younger lads, that there's still so much more to come. feels like everyone's still got another gear or two to, to get to. For you as a captain, nine wins out of ten, and you hear players saying there's more to come. Mm. I mean, I spoke to Harry Brook, and he said, I've got a couple of elements of my game to improve on. I was like, that's not fair on everyone. You can't get any better. But how exciting is that for you that, you know, these clearly young boys resting on their laurels, they, they, they still think there's more to come more improvement yeah it's great and you know hearing younger players and senior players talk like that about their own game is fantastic and I think what we've created here is we've allowed people to go out and you know really test the boundaries of what they think they're capable of and maybe they've unlocked something that they didn't think they were capable of doing mm-hmm. but yeah someone who started off their international career like Brookie has to say that he still feels like he's got a bit to work on is great um, but I think that's the great thing about you know being at the top level of sport is that you're always trying to pr- improve never happy with where you're at you'd rather guys be thinking like that than not yeah and after the series it's not too far away from you know exactly one year since you've become captain and well, the results on the pitch have been great but I think the impact off the pitch as well has been phenomenal I think a lot of my mates used to always sort of be confused as to why I used to like the test cricket it would take the mick out of me but then in the summer they're texting me saying have you got the cricket on I'm watching I can't believe what's going on you know when you hear those sort of things and the impact it's having outside and bringing other people in maybe non-cricket purists just sort of how proud does that make you and you know the rest of the boys and everything you've done in the last sort of 10 months yeah and I think before we even bowled the ball with me and Baz sort of partnership working together as captain and coach that was something that we did want to do and to be here nearly a year on from the start of that journey is is good to say that we feel like we maybe have captured the imagination of people who weren't that into test cricket but look we've you know this is very early days 
and unfortunately we've got a lot to live up to now with the start that we've had but you know there's no doubt that we'll be going out there and trying to keep improving and, and just keep trying to push the boundaries as much as we possibly can yeah because we don't really know where the benchmark is um, and the players we've got in there you're loving it aren't you loving it yeah Ben Stokes probably the most relaxed man I've ever met in my life he's enjoying life he's happy and so he should since he took over at England test captain is nine test wins from ten Ben in a very relaxed mood as he always is now the last time England played New Zealand the New Zealand captain was of course Kane Williamson this time though Kane Williamson is no longer captain. The Black Caps will be led out by Tim Southie. And, of course, there's been a lot of changes as well, especially to the pace attack. Trent Bolt gave up a central contract. He's not involved. Also, Carl Jameson and Matt Henry are not here, not available for selection for the first test match. Our very own Neil Manthorpe caught up with Tim Southie. Tim, um, the last couple of years, every time I interview you, I keep asking you about uh, whether you can aim to carry on but now you're test captain so clearly there's no end to your career inside at this stage you have to carry on now but um but yeah no it's uh yeah it's uh, I, I love doing what we're doing and um as long as you're 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 still enjoying it then um then yeah just just keep loving it and keep enjoying it. it's a real honor to, to represent our country and and play a game a game that I've, I've loved ever since i was a kid so yeah I'm, I'm still enjoying it and uh and hopefully there's still still many years to come was the test captaincy something that you had aspired to earlier in your career uh, no, not at all. Um, I, first side I actually captain was was uh, the the T Twenty side. Um, so yeah, it was um, yeah a few years back now. But yeah, it's uh, I think working closely with Kane and also before that with with Brendan um, when he was captain and um, yeah, just been a part of that leadership group for for a long period of time. And yeah, it wasn't something I ever thought I'd do or. or aspired to be so it sort of just just happened and um yeah it's a, it's a new challenge and, and something i'm look, looking forward to when kane williamson decided to give it away had he spoken to you beforehand i mean were you were you caught by surprise uh, a little bit by surprise um kane had done it for all three formats for a long period of time so i think it was getting to a point where something had to had to change and um and yeah it's uh he's done a tremendous job with the team and um and, and taken us to, to places that new zealand sides haven't haven't been on the back of what what brendan did did before that so um yeah it was um yeah, a little bit of a bit of a surprise and all sort of happened reasonably quickly before we departed for pakistan does someone else captain the team when you're bowling particularly into a long spell um no it's obviously only early days into into it so far one series so uh, yeah, I think not a lot changes. To be fair, we've uh, we've worked pretty closely as a as a group. There's, there's other leaders, Tom Latham, and and Kane in particular, who have um, who've both kept in the side, obviously, and um, and a strong leader. So it's uh, it's more not so much just me. It's the, the group of us that are trying to drive the team forward. Playing against uh, the Ben Stokes, Brendan McCullum, England side, is there um, a danger that you might get sort of drawn into a slugfest type thing? You know, I mean, or are you just going to try and concentrate on playing your own game? Or if they come out swinging, do you, will you, might you feel like you have to re- respond? Uh, I guess we'll see. It's um, it's hard to judge from, until you're out there in, in the in the heat of the battle. But they've played some tremendous cricket um, under under those two, and it's been been great to watch. We're on the receiving end in um, in the UK, and and although we lost those three tests um, over there, we, we we got ourselves in positions where we could have um, could have potentially won um, two, if not three, of those test matches as well. So it was a, it was a great series to be a part of, and and they've they've uh, yeah they've just. Uh, Made Test cricket um, very exciting to watch, and, and I've I've really enjoyed what they've what they've been able to do in, in their time as um, as leaders. From the beginning of your career to this stage now, New Zealand cricket were very often at the forefront of pioneering different ways of playing the game and innovative thinking. 
and so it's interesting that somebody else has now picked up that mantle. Yeah, I think it's the same guy that's uh, that's done it. He <laughs> he managed to do it as a captain for for us and 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 turn us around as a, as a side um, when he took over as captain. He's a yeah, Brendan. He's a he's a tremendous leader of people and and got a great great knack of getting the best out of people. And um, I'm not surprised at what he's been able to do with this England side. The the quality of cricketers has never been been an issue, but um, but he's been able to get the best out of them and 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 they're playing a, a great brand of cricket. So um, yeah, I'm not surprised in, in what he's been able to do because we saw it firsthand as as players and and the way that he was able to get the best out of us. Why is it that no New Zealanders seem to have any kind of resentment or regret that he's been lost to New Zealand cricket? Everybody just seems to wish him well. Oh, I think it's a, the type of person he is. He's, he's a great guy, um, and like I say, he's done great things for New Zealand cricket in his time as captain. And, um, and because of that, he's had these opportunities elsewhere. So um, yeah, I guess it's a, a chance for another part of the world to see how, how brilliant he can be. And finally, for me, it's a question I've asked you, as I said at the beginning, like for years now. Um, how long left? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, like I say, I, I love playing, playing and representing our country, and, and, and playing uh, playing a a game that I, I dreamed of playing as a kid. So, um, yeah, as long as I'm still enjoying it and still able to perform at the, the level you need to at, at international level, then, um, then then who knows? You look at guys like Jimmy and Brody who have, who have done it for such a long period of time and still probably having as much fun as they've ever had. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's just as long as you're, you're still enjoying it and, and fit enough and, and able to, to perform at this level, then, um, then play it for as long as you can. It's been a strange build-up, hasn't it, weather-wise and a few other things? Yeah, very strange, um, but those things you can't control. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we're very fortunate here to have the marquee, so we're able to, to still get some quality training in. Um, I think if we didn't have that, then it would be a, yeah, a, a hell of a lot worse. So um, yeah, we're very fortunate to have that marquee and, and hopefully um, yeah, maximise the, 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 the practices we have before the test. Thanks for your time. Have a great series. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine 
and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, there we go. Both captains speaking with TalkSport. Both captains in pretty good spirits ahead of what should be a great test series. I'm delighted to say I feel very lucky, very privileged. I'm stood out on the outfield, a couple of feet away from the wicket here at Mount Monganui. And I'm delighted to say to welcome to the TalkSport team and to the following on podcast, Daniel Marcardi, who is a top cricket commentator and will be with us here at TalkSport over the next couple of weeks. Welcome, Daniel. Sam, great to see you, my friend. Great to be part of this. Uh, you know this uh, wonderful team, uh, even even manners included as he wanders past us in another very tight-fitting T-shirt. He's in good shape, he isn't is, he? He is, isn't he? I mean, I'm wearing a tight T-shirt. My tummy's sticking out, though, sadly. Whereas Manus has a tight T-shirt on, he looks just so much stronger, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He clearly runs further, faster than uh, you and I ever will. Um, <laughs> and that's the reason why my uh, T-shirt has two X's on it. My friends, talk to me about this ground here. Beautiful, by the way, the sunshine is amazing. Just tell me about this ground and what makes it so special because I know England fans desperate to come here. They love it here. Well, I'm sure to, to a lot of the audience back in England, uh, you, you recognise a lot of New Zealand cricket grounds are a bit um, a unique, boutique-y, um, not true cricketing grounds. Eden Park's probably the prime example. Utter, you know, It's bonkers, that cricketing ground. But this is a true blue cricketing venue. Uh, an oval, a glorious-looking oval, uh, embankment sort of wrapping around, reasonably modern, new-age small stadia so it's a new New Zealand test venue I think this is just the fourth test plenty of sun and generally conditions here granted it's a day night test it's the first time we've seen uh, the pink ball uh, at this uh, particular venue but but generally the surface here over the, the three tests we have seen adds a little bit of variety it, it's not the green seamers that you see up and down New Zealand or a lot of people sort of associate with New Zealand. Although if we look at it right now, it, it looks mint green. green. We'll, looks have a, we'll have a walk over now then to the pitch. You're saying that's not a green... So that, that looks well, pretty green for, to for me. Here, for here, it certainly is a, a day out. It's uh, you know the darker brown underneath. I'm interested in how much moisture's in there. Plenty of wind today, you know, really strong westerly. You've got the salt factories next door, so I'm, I'm guessing it's going to dry out... Um, mm. Uh, quite substantially throughout this afternoon. You know, we're on the eve of the Test match. Neil Manthorpe's over there studying it, looking absolutely aghast. That colour you'll see at the Basin Reserve, no matter what, in Wellington, and you don't want to overreact to it. Um, They don't play as badly as it looks. Here, you don't tend to see this much green, um, you know, the day out. So it'll be interesting to see... Uh, it's good to see Jeden Patel. Jeden Patel just telling Dan McCarty to shut up yeah. over there, is you? As we, you? we go way back. Yeah. We, we, we go way back. Is it full of Kiwis now, aren't you? Yeah. There's Devsic. He's looking magnificent. You, you've got McCallum here somewhere. Good. And, and Stokes too. And Stokes is like, sure, sure, ain't none of that. Just going to bring in Neil Manthorpe if I can. And Steve Harmson goes over and has a look at the pitch. You've had a look at the pitch. you felt the pitch. Goodness me, it looks green, Neil. It looks very green on the edges. It's quite brown in the middle. It's, um, it's very mottled. And I just think that uh, the green on the on the outside will dry off. I think this wind and sunshine will... I think that's just the fact that it was undercover for three days. And yesterday, 20, 48 hours before the Test match, um, Harmy and I thought that it was uh, looked like a bowler's dream. Um, and I don't think it's actually going to be like that. I think it's going to turn out to be quite flat and true. 
You look at results again, I'll harp back to these three test matches play prior. It's generally hard work for the bowlers. Mm. You have to bowl well. England were here, of course. Uh, they struggled throughout, um, and New Zealand sort of had to push deep into day number five to, to really you know, get something out of that game. So if it continues to stay like this, and hope it does, you'd imagine it'll become a pretty good batting surface pretty quickly, I would think. Manners, we know the England team, they've confirmed it. The seniors will be Anderson, Robinson and Broad, which we thought was going to be the case. How excited are you to be commentating to see, whisper it quietly, Basball up close and personal? Well, <laughs> I think that uh, the batting will be a lot more exciting than the bowling. Um, I just, you know, I think it could do a bit in the first morning. But it was interesting um, just to hear Ben Duckett yesterday after your chat with him um, and he spoke to the rest of the media and he, he, he said, look... You know, people talk about going hard and our batting style and the fact that we scored at six and over in Pakistan, the, all of those kinds of things. He said, that doesn't mean to say that we rule out the times and the moments and the periods where we have to pay respect to the bowlers and we have to absorb pressure. And he said, we're still prepared to do that. But I think those moments might be quite short and sharp and much um, less uh, prominent and prevalent than they used to be. So um, I think I just got a feeling we're going to see a lot of runs. Yeah. I tend to agree, especially with a vulnerable-looking New Zealand bowling attack. Um, it's a period of transition. No Trent Bolt, of course. He's been much discussed here uh, with the injuries. There is a, perhaps an avenue for him. He only lives down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, New Zealand sort of closing that door on, on his one-off return. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't, really, for New Zealand cricket because he's obviously given up a central contract. Um, I'm sure England will be delighted he's not playing. So th- this, is a, this is a raw green New Zealand attack they're going to bring. Tim Southey aside, uh, Tickner comes in for his first test match. You, you probably will see, I, I would probably lean Duffy. I, I think he can do a little bit more laterally with the ball than, than Kugelein, who's a bit sharper but still not express pace. Uh, and New Zealand seems so reluctant to play two spinners uh, at home, uh, so Wissoti might be uh, carrying the drink. So we, we know England, what, under McCullum, what, 4.77 runs and over? It's incredible, really. It's been wonderful to watch. Up against an inexperienced bowling attack, wow. That's the winning and losing it from New Zealand's perspective. If their bowlers can front and actually put this high-powered batting lineup under sort of any duress over their two test matches. Do you know, Dan, what's really interesting to me is that the situation with Trent Bolt um, is very similar in some ways, in a lot of ways, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. With Trent Bolt now, he said, I'm 32 years old, I've got a young family, um, I'm going to move on from a central contract, I'd like more freedom, I'd like to spend more time with my family and uh, have the freedom to play where I want to play. And New Zealand cricket have said that's fair enough, they've been the leading administrator in international cricket in facilitating players' wishes and keeping them happy. Um, But this idea now that they have to move on from Trent Bolt is a bit like England two years ago with Broad and Anderson. They were saying, right, okay, uh, they're 35 and 37 or 36 and 38, whatever they were at the time, uh, 35 and 38. We've got to move on, we've got to move on. And uh, when Brendan McCullum came along, um, he agreed with Stuart Broad. Do you remember Stuart Broad said at the time, why don't we just concentrate on winning test matches? Let's, yeah. you know, well, okay, succession plan's all well and good. That's, we can do that. We're not winning what's in front of us, are we? That's right, Once exactly, exactly. And, and so this idea that, as you just said, Dan, I mean, Trent Brolt lives up the, up the road. He's been playing, he's fit, he's available, we understand. Um, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been tactless enough to come out and say, yes, I want to play, I want to play. He's kept and, quiet. And Keenan enough to play from what I understand mm. well yeah exactly so so my point is yes you can move on and you can have a succession plan and you can bring along the new generation but right now there's a test match to be played against England and Trent Bolt is available and he's one of the world's best bowlers 
Um, and I just think you could, as England are doing now, they're bringing on, they've got now eight fast bowlers to choose yeah, from. They're bringing on the next generation. It doesn't mean to say that if Broad and Anderson and Trent Bolt are still your best options for tomorrow, mm. play them. I, I don't want them to move on from Trent Bolt. 32 is still very young, isn't it? There's a couple of guys we're going to see, Wyatt, who've got a number of years on them, but we'll see going tomorrow. But, but Trent Bolt should be at a World Cup. Um, New Zealand need to foster a good relationship with him. So, so hopefully this doesn't you know, build any bad blood because uh, Trent Bolt in India would be huge for New Zealand and New Zealand of course performed very well at one day World Cups and without him um, that run of making semi-finals I think might actually come to an end but but Neil makes a very good point about winning tests here with you've definitely got one debutante even if uh, Trent Bolt's here uh, you might have more mm. so yeah it's an interesting one and final word for you Daniel because he's over there Brendan McCollum he's looking cool as ever um, you were mm. telling me a few moments ago before we recorded the podcast that you went to the same school as, as Brendan yeah, we, I, I came across him at, um, at King's High School in Dunedin uh, he was a couple of years younger than me first training I saw him different just <laughs> different just different I'm not surprised ne- by next that. level next level um, and you've seen it with how his teams play uh, just an assertive confident forceful nature about how he trained how he played and the proof's been in the pudding 100 test matches for New Zealand, a transformational figure as far as a captain, set a wonderful foundation for Kane Williamson to then take over and actually elevate to, to win even at a higher ratio. Uh, it's just been an incredible servant, not only now to New Zealand cricket, but to world cricket. But, uh, you know, there's, there's very few um, people I've met at age 12 when you knew they were going to do, do something special. <laughs> Brendan certainly was that. Daniel, you're going to be special for us over the next couple of weeks. Welcome to Team Talk Sport. We're looking forward to having you part of our team. Neil Manthorpe, as always, I'm shaking your hand, very professional, isn't it? (laughs) We will hear from you tomorrow as well. And that is the final following on podcast here with Talk Sport. Before we get going tomorrow, can you believe it? We are nearly there, not long to go now, until day one of the first Test match, New Zealand versus England. We're underway 1am Thursday morning, live on Talk Sport 2. Every single ball of the series between New Zealand and England will be live on Talk Sport 2. Brendan McCullum's England, nine Test wins out of ten. Can they carry on their good form? on TalkSport 2 over the next couple of weeks. Let's hope so, and thank you for listening to the following on podcast. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast, now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winners Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, 
the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 